Welcome to the Theory to Action podcast, where we examine the timeless treasures of wisdom from the great books in less time to help you take action immediately and ultimately to create and lead a flourishing life. Now, here's your host, David Kaiser. Hello, I am David and happy Thanksgiving, everyone. It is our sincere hope that you will be enjoying this wonderful holiday with those that you love. We are very grateful for your time listening to this podcast today and each and every day that you do. Please understand how much it really means to us for you to be listening. This podcast is growing and we want to express how grateful, extremely grateful we are that out of so many choices in an ever-growing menu of podcasts being produced that you choose to listen to us. So again, we are very, very thankful. Now, Thanksgiving is the quintessential American holiday. For sure, it is a traditional American holiday. It is a holiday where almost all Americans can be grateful for God and his many blessings bestowed on us individually and on our land. For me, this time always brings back those wonderful memories of an up-and-coming Ohio State-Michigan rivalry game, as well as the other big college football rivalries on Thanksgiving weekend. You throw in those memories of the NFL games, the Detroit Lions and the Dallas Cowboys. And as always, you cannot miss Mom's Great Pumpkin Pie. And like we shared last year with Mojo Minute 65, there's two traditional annual canons of American journalism, the famous Wall Street Journal editorials, the first being The Desolate Wilderness and the other being titled This Fair Land. Both of these editorials have appeared in the Thanksgiving edition of the Wall Street Journal since 1961. The Desolate Wilderness is strikingly good because it chronicles the memorable circumstances of the year 1620 and 1621, as recorded by Nathaniel Morton, who was the keeper of the records of Plymouth Colony and is which we base the account of William Bradford, who was its governor. Now, if you want a fantastic book to read, please check out Robert Tracy McKenzie's The First Thanksgiving, what the real story tells us about loving God and learning from history. It's a fantastic book. I would encourage you to read it. It gives a great perspective on the whole holiday, and it is very well-researched. But also be sure to check out Mojo Minute 65, where we do a reading of both Wall Street Journal editorials. But this Thanksgiving, we are going to focus on our first president, the great George Washington, for his and the first presidential proclamation of Thanksgiving given in the United States. It was given... As you remember, in New York City on October 3rd, 1789, by President Washington, which you will know, New York City was the first seat and the capital of our national government. Washington, D.C. at the time was an uninhabitable swamp uh, during the first dozen or so years of our country's founding. 
Occasionally, there's a farmland probably thrown in here or there in that swamp, but I will say that that city is the hottest and the most humid in the whole United States. I mean, the summer in that place, Washington, D.C., is miserable. I mean, if George Washington made one mistake in all his decisions as the first president to make that choice on that location, uh, not not good, not good at all. Now, I will grant that uh, he had only been president for some seven months at the time he made the decision, but that is just uh, that's just terrible, terrible decision. Now, it would be another 11 years before the Washington, D.C. district area would be ready for our national government to permanently move there in the summer of 1800. But back in 1789, the president, George Washington, designated Thursday, November 26th as our national day of thanks. And he certainly didn't want to overstep the authority of the state governments, which at the time was very important, unlike now. Washington distributed his proclamation to the governors and requested that they be read and announced for each state to observe this special designation of Thanksgiving. Newspapers throughout the country in 1789 did publish the president's proclamation and public celebrations were held. Washington on that day we know attended St. Paul's Chapel in New York City and he celebrated the day by donating beer and food to those imprisoned for their bad debts within the city confines. You might also know that President Washington's proclamation did not create a permanent federal holiday. It wasn't until President Abraham Lincoln permanently initiated the regular observance of Thanksgiving in the United States, and then Congress would follow in due course to recognize the president's proclamation. You can see a copy of this proclamation of George Washington's Thanksgiving proclamation at his home in Mount Vernon, which I was able to tour in the summer of 2020. I would highly encourage you to do so as well. It is a wonderful place to visit. Um, their, their website is a wonderful and accurate resource for all things George Washington related that website is mountvernon.org, mountvernon.org. And so with that, let us here now read Washington's Thanksgiving Proclamation of 1789. Quote, by President of the United States of America, a proclamation. Whereas it is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of Almighty God, to obey his will, to be grateful for his benefits, and humbly to implore his protection and favor. And whereas both houses of Congress have, by their joint committee, requested me to recommend to the people of the United States a day of public thanksgiving and prayer to be observed by acknowledging with grateful hearts the many signal favors of Almighty God, especially by affording them an opportunity peaceably to establish a form of government for their safety and happiness. Now, therefore, I do recommend and assign Thursday, the 26th day of November, 
next to be devoted by the people of these states to the service of that great and glorious being, who is the beneficent author of all the good that was, that is, or that will be, that we may then all unite in rendering unto him our sincere and humble thanks for his kind care and protection of the people of this country previous to their becoming a nation, for the signal and manifold mercies and the favorable impositions of his providence, which we experienced in this course in conclusion of the late war, for the great degree of tranquility, union, and plenty, which we have since enjoyed, for the peaceable and rational manner in which we have been enabled to establish constitutions of government for our safety and happiness, and particularly the national one now lately instituted, for the civil and religious liberty with with which we are blessed, and the means we have of acquiring and diffusing useful knowledge, and in general for all the great and various favors which he hath been blessed to confer upon us. And also that we may then unite in most humbly offering our prayers and supplications to the great Lord and ruler of nations, and beseech him to pardon our national and other transgressions to enable us all, whether in public or private stations, to perform our several and relative duties properly and punctually, to render our national government a blessing to all the people by constantly being a government of wise and just and constitutional laws discreetly and faithfully executed and obeyed, to protect and guide all sovereigns and nations, especially such as have shown kindness unto us, and to bless them with good government, peace, and concord, to promote the knowledge and practice of true religion and virtue, and to increase of science among them and us, and generally to grant unto all mankind such a degree of temporal prosperity as he alone knows to be best, given under my hand, at the city of New York, the third day of October in the year of our Lord, 1789, G. Washington. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this Theory to Action podcast. Be sure to check out our show page at teammojoacademy.com where we have everything we discussed in this podcast as well as other great resources. Until next time, keep getting your mojo on. Are you a voracious reader who yearns for a deeper understanding of your favorite books? Or perhaps you're a busy professional seeking to enrich your knowledge, but short on time. The Mojo Academy 2.0 is your perfect solution. Our revamped service now includes beautifully designed monthly written reviews and PDF format to accompany our popular audio reviews. These aren't just summaries. 
These are comprehensive and insightful explorations of each book, packed with the actual quotes from the book to enhance your understanding. With usually six to nine pages per review, they are perfect reference tools to take your learning to the next level. Get your free Mojo Academy review in written format at teammojoacademy.com or click on today's show notes for that free link. Again, teammojoacademy.com or click on today's show notes and you will see the link for the free written review. Get yours today.